Good morning. If you have your Bibles, you can turn over to Matthew chapter 6 this morning. I heard a, a quote from Tony Evans this morning on the radio on the way here. He said, until the Lord opens the door for you, then praise him in the hallway. And when I came through the doors this morning, I heard our singers practicing for today, and that, that really hurt, hit home before the Lord opens the next door, praise him in the hallway. I love that hymn that you sang this morning, too. That's one of my absolute favorite hymn songs. Matthew chapter 6, we're going to start in verse 19 again. I'm reading in the CSB this morning. Don't store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust dust destroy, where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves don't break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. So if the light within you is darkness, how deep is that darkness? No one can serve two masters, since either he will hate one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. In 1988, a Vietnam veteran and antiquities dealer, Forrest Finn, was diagnosed with cancer and given a prognosis that it was likely terminal. Thinking the end was near, Finn decided to hide a treasure chest in the Rocky Mountains for the purpose of creating a public search for it and inspiring adventurers. However, he recovered from his illness and in 2010 self-published The Thrill of the Chase, a memoir, a collection of short stories from his life. In the book, he described the chest he said collected, contained gold nuggets, rare coins, jewelry, and gemstones. He went on to write that he had hid the chest in the mountains north of Santa Fe. He left hints in the book as well as a poem that would serve as clues to the treasure's whereabouts. Over the next 10 years, hundreds of thousands of people have searched for it. Many quit their jobs to dedicate themselves to the search while others depleted their life savings. At least five people are believed to have died looking for this treasure. You go on to that next one. In June of this year, 2020, Finn reported to the Guardian that the treasure had been found and sent this picture to confirm it. Over 10 years, he was uh, plagued with accusations that it was all a hoax. But you think of these treasure hunters. One guy found that treasure. He describes to be a man uh, from back east who wanted to remain anonymous. Out of the hundreds of thousands that ruined their lives in search of it, some of them even giving their lives in search of that small box full of treasure. Do you think these treasure hunters were living with an eternal or what Tony Evans refers to as a kingdom perspective? Were they living with the good eye seeking God's vision for their time and resources? But here's the real question. Were these treasure hunters any different from those of us who while away our hours and years of our lives in pursuit of careers, a bigger bank account, or more stuff? 
Are we really living with a kingdom perspective or are we sleepwalking through this life ignoring the opportunities we have to lay up treasures in heaven? You just need to drive around and see evidence of this. My wife and I have remarked on several occasions about once nice houses sitting in ruins, abandoned, covered in kudzu. These were once someone's treasures. Possessions now deteriorating. Do we think that ours will be any different? One day the house that we so fervently work to improve and fill with nice things will also become an abandoned ruin just like these. I think most of us need to reflect if we're more emotionally drawn to the material things of this world than we are by Christ. Let's pray that God gives us the good eye so that we can focus on him. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to come out to your house of worship, Lord. We ask that you refocus our attention on you. We're so prone to wander, as that song said. We're prone to wander astray as the sheep in so many illustrations in your word. Lord, help us to focus on you and reorient our lives on you, Lord. Help us to put your kingdom and your perspective first in all that we do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.